0: Hi, it's Pam. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast, so let's get to it. Let's podcast. Let's chat. Gary and I try very hard to be positive. We, we really do. We, we keep little sayings, and we, you know, we really do, when we're stuck in traffic, we try to say, well, we, we could be in the accident that's ahead, or, you know, let's look at it this way, if and but blah, blah. But I'm telling you, <laughs> trying to glean for for positives right now is is really tough. And there's so much just nonsensical things going on. And let me just say what I mean by that. Mindy Kaling and Reese Witherspoon are working together on a legally blonde three. So I'll get back to that in a moment. But as we read the news, scan through it, Gary was reading to me about some restaurants as we still live in Dallas, um, closing in Dallas. Res- the restaurants in Dallas are amazing. If you don't know Dallas, <laughs> it's not... It's not what you may think it is. It's a cosmopolitan, huge city with horrible traffic, beautiful skyline. And um, lately, uh, very iffy politics in the whole state of Texas, in my opinion. Very iffy. But they, they have had uh, really good restaurants. And many of them are closing permanently. They're, they're not coming back after all of this being shut down kind of thing some you know I think some of it is is uh kind of when you write in the course when you when you get off course and you and it needs a correction I think sometimes things are overbuilt overdone over this over that so it's it's correcting the course so that could be a lot of trendy restaurants they come and go they do come and go. In Dallas, they do a lot everywhere. And it's a tough, tough business to make money. And that's why um, restaurants never advertise a whole lot, if you notice, because they have very small margins that they operate under. And I'm not even sure how they do it. It's like, how do you know how, how much food to order for the day? How do you, and without it spoiling? I mean, think about when you buy groceries and you go to a farmer's market and you buy a bunch of veggies, do you really use them all? Before they go bad? <laughs> okay. Well, we try to, but but uh, sometimes you just can't. Um, a friend, a, a neighbor and a friend shared some produce and fruit yesterday, and uh, we froze the fruit. Uh, she gave us this huge, huge onion. It was very sweet of her. And the citrus, we we dice it and slice it, and we freeze it, and then you put it in drinks. Uh And the bananas, you freeze, you peel them and freeze them, and then you use them in smoothies. So that's a good way to keep that stuff. But there's just no good news. It's it's like I said about Legally Blonde three, which again I will get back to. But Pier One is closing. They're shuttering. They they three months ago they filed for bankruptcy, and now they are asking. They tried to pull it together and make it work. They tried to find a buyer. They've tried to get out of it, but they have found that they just cannot. And some of it has to do with having to shut the doors for these months. But some of it is just something they couldn't overcome. It's been in business for 58 years, and they had last year they had 1,000 stores. At this time of bankruptcy and permanently closing, they have 500. They plan to close all of them. I have, through the years, shopped at Pier One. It went from being a a very funky kind of store to being uh, having some pretty cool stuff. I I bought some great uh, champagne flutes martini glasses there just stuff you know and and so that's going away yet another retailer going away of course jc penny jc penny they probably needed to go a long time ago uh, but still you think about the people that it impacts and that's how i feel it's awful for the people that it impacts Uh, neiman marcus bankruptcy i don't know what'll happen to to that in the end but Pier 1, if you order online, they're, they're, they will honor, they will fill those orders. Uh, they probably will open the stores at some point to get rid of their inventory. So I happen to know someone who also likes Pier 1, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure she and I stay on track if they have some kind of big closeout sale, which I'm sure they will at the store near us. But back to Legally Blonde 3 being remade. Legally Blonde is a cute movie. This was before Reese Witherspoon pulled her. Do you know who I am? I'm an American. You know when she was drunk, her husband was uh, uh, driving drunk, and she showed some true colors there. And you never feel the same about about that that person. And so being America's sweetheart's kind of hard to pull off now. But Legally Blonde too, I watched it and it was horrible. So why go back to that? Well, Mindy is a wonderful writer. She is a, a, I think she's a better writer than actress. I like her. I think she's pretty cool. But I think her writing skills are, are excellent. So perhaps they will come up with something. But Reese is like, what, 45 now? And where do they go with that, that she takes on the Supreme Court? I mean, I'm just not sure. Let Mindy write something original for you, Reese something that suits where you are now, where we are now. It's sort of like the uh, sex in the city, the talk about doing a third sex in the city, and then that caused a big, <laughs> big ruckus because of uh, Kim Kachal did not want to do it, and smart is she. Uh, it's about money. It's about keeping your name out there, and I know there's probably not a lot of good material uh, out there, but It seems to me there are a lot of people in the entertainment industry that are that are writing and they're trying to get their scripts out there. So why isn't Hollywood looking a little bit harder, drilling a little bit deeper to find these unknown, struggling writers that have real talent? I don't know. I just um, the Sex and the City 3, Sex and the City 2 was an absolute Bomb! It why they left New York was who thought that was a good idea, and so to do three after all these years when you know they're all in their fifties, I no, but do something original with the group, get the group back together, great, but um, take it down another avenue for us. Let's 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 move on. Let's let's grow with the times. Same thing with friends. They keep trying to to bring together a reunion of friends, and that was supposed to happen. And then the, the pandemic hit, and everyone was stay-at-home, uh, under stay-at-home orders, shelter-in-place. And so they decided to not do it. Now, the speculation on it, and I'm just quoting what I read, I am not saying this myself, is they didn't want to do it virtually because there's no money there's no real money in that so they what they said was they wanted to do it in front of a live audience um my feeling is that it's just going to be them kind of catching up that's i don't know i'm not sure they know where this is going to go but why do it why do it they made enough money the first time around you know for me I just think about all the young, struggling actors out there. In Hollywood, there's quite a bit of nepotism that people get all sorts of jobs, not just acting, but behind the scenes because of who they are. They have a foot in the door. And these people that go to film school, they go to Juilliard, they, they study, they work hard, they struggle, and they can't get a foot in the door. So it, it would just be nice to see new you know, new talent, have a get a break and and let these talented people, the 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 cast of friends, when you go back and watch these, Friends, Sex in the City, some of these series, even Frasier, that was so brilliantly written most of the time. But when you go back and rewatch, you go, Oh, huh, that that could be better. That Mm, you know, And you wonder, why did I think that particular episode was so good at the time? Uh, it's a grind. It's a real grind. Uh, I think it's probably a real ego challenge for people that have been on top. They make the big money, and they're, they're, they're out there. Their name is out there. And to, to settle back into a behind-the-scenes kind of, of role, it's probably very, very difficult. Some of them do it better than others. But we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, as things begin to open up. The the restaurants in our area, what will be left? Bigger question. When will we feel comfortable enough, I guess, uh, to go, to go back to indoor restaurants? A lot of the restaurants are encouraging people to sit outside some of the restaurants are having outdoor seating only it seems but what's the big rush what's the big rush Uh, we've made it staying at home and cooking our dishwasher has never seen so much activity as it has in the past couple of months and it's still purring away in there so uh, it's all good anyway um I hope you will visit my other podcast, My Father's Tales. It's 15 episodes of little short vignettes uh, about life uh, that I had uh, with my father. That's a done deal. That's that's over and done with. Um, my travel bistro about it's all kinds of little travel stories and and little um, things that that I want to talk about relating to travel. Uh, please. Find that as well. It's out there on iTunes as well as our website. Gary continues, even though (laughs) it's not a lot going on that is earth-shattering in the way of entertainment, sadly. Uh, He's still working away over there, trying to keep it upbeat, trying to keep it positive uh, as we continue to try to find that positive center, and it is it is a challenge, but we're fighting through and trying to keep the mental positivity going for each other and doing the best we can, like all of you. Visit us, please, at North Palm Beach lifecom We also have a YouTube channel by the same name. You can write us on the website at Contact Us or you can write me directly at and the 561 at gmail.com. Or not, it's up to you. If you're here with me, I thank you. Stay with me.